This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. Anna Brown is Director of the Human Rights Law Centre and Co-Chair of the Equality Campaign and has worked tirelessly on LGBTI law reform, including the Marriage Equality Campaign. You might remember that Anna spearheaded the constitutional challenge to the postal plebiscite in the High Court on behalf of Australian marriage equality. She joins us on the line this morning. Good morning, Anna. Good morning, Warren and Tom. Happy anniversary. Anna, it's been one year. has been one year since the result of the personal survey was announced. Did you think we'd get here? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it took a really long time, and I think many of us were so frustrated um, at the lack of leadership from our parliament. But you know, by the time we got to results day, I was, you know, a little nervous but confident that Australians would do the right thing, and they did. They really stood up for us and our community and fairness and equality. Anna, do you think we're likely to see any further human rights issues decided by postal vote or was marriage equality the last? Uh, let's hope it's the last. I mean, this, is, this was an obscure, necessary and divisive process. It's not a way that our country should be making laws. We elect politicians for a reason and they really abdicated their responsibility last year. So let's hope the postal survey experiment is just was just that and we never have the human rights of a minority group decided by a postal survey ever again. Hee hee. Look, mm. have there been any knock-on effects to the law since the Marriage Act has been amended? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think um, last year's vote has profoundly reset the political conversation between LGBTI people and our political leaders. It's... I've. I mean, we've seen it already. So in the discussion around religious freedom, mm. um, so-called religious freedom, mm. but the discussion around discrimination in schools this year, what we saw is that the Religious Freedom Review, which was designed to appease the no side within the coalition, mm. has actually shone a light on laws that we've been sort of advocating for years as you know, unfair and discriminatory. Um, it shone a light on these religious exemptions in our anti-discrimination laws. And we saw that Australians were horrified that we have laws that allow um, kids to be expelled from school just because they were gay or trans. Mm. So do you think it came so, back and bit them in the butt a little bit? Ab- absolutely. <laughs> and we, we which is wonderful, a wonderful thing, um, that we have this groundswell of support, this confidence that the majority of Australians support LGBTI people and for, you know, now and forever we can be confident that we have the backing of the Australian people and that we have a mandate for LGBTI equality across the country. So despite the pain of last year and the anguish and the distress that so many people felt, um, the silver lining is that it's, you know, had this incredibly positive impact and we should have momentum for change into the future. I mean, it's exactly right. So, Anna, where are, in terms of LGBT law reform, what is the next issues that we should be fighting for? Well, the big one at the moment is uh, the religious exemptions in discrimination laws. So we're hoping that this year, and particularly putting pressure on the federal parliament to remove discrimination against kids in schools, in particular by the end of the year, before Mm -hmm. um, people start 
to uh, enrol in the school year next year, but also um, other areas of service delivery. So whether it's housing services, disability services, at the moment, faith-based institutions can discriminate against our community, even when they're funded with pa- taxpayer dollars. So um, many of them don't discriminate. Many of them don't want these exemptions that give them a sort of pretty negative name within the marketplace and with their customers and consumers and patients. So it's time that we actually remove these laws that privilege and allow this licence for discrimination uh, by religious religious groups. There's obviously other issues as well. We've got um, the need for, for reform to birth certificate laws to allow trans trans and gender diverse people to be recognised as who they are without surgery and other ridiculously onerous requirements that are really outdated. And when it comes to intersex people, we need to make sure that they're free from so-called normalising surgeries or Mm -hmm. medical treatment without without informed consent. So they have control over their bodies, um, whether they're a young person or whether they're an adult. Definitely. And that goes against what our Prime Minister was saying, you know, the right of the parent is what he's mm. been spoken. It's actually the right of the child should come before any right of any parent. And in your recent End of Hate report, you highlighted that the Australian Human Rights Commission has found that almost 75% of LGBTI people had experienced some type of bullying, harassment or violence on the basis of their sexual orientation, gender identity or sex characteristics. What sort of behaviour is considered hate? That was a range of things. So people are probably familiar with the term hate speech. Um, So when people say, obviously, really derogatory and other remarks that I won't repeat on air that either incite discrimination or violence against the LGBTI community, um, there's also, sadly, um, harassment and assaults that take place. Uh, So hate conduct can cover a whole range of different behaviours. But one of the truly disturbing and sad things about last year's postal survey and why we should never have anything like this again is that it provided that authorising environment for hate speech and we did see a big spike not only in the sorts of speech and conduct that we hadn't seen for a long time it really just flushed it out and we saw attacks on people's homes we saw more Mm -hmm. abuse in the streets and we saw the um, consequences for the mental health and well-being of our community, which is really quite sad. Anna, do you think we're still reluctant to report hate? Yes, I think there's a real... Despite, you know, Victoria Police has done a lot of good work in building uh, the trust and confidence with LGBTI communities, there is that historic uh, reluctance and distrust of police, um, not only because of their treatment of our community in the past, but also whether it's Aboriginal people or just you see the footage of police bashings or um, shootings so they they have done a lot of they have improved a lot when it comes to having GLOWs or LGBTI liaison officers um, and those sorts of positive initiatives and we have Gabby, uh, one of the GLOWs from the police on air on Joy regularly which yeah. is fantastic and there's a lot of acknowledgement within the police force that they need to do better and they do need to make sure that people feel comfortable and confident to report when things happen to them uh, but there's some other suggestions we made in that, in that report around third party reporting so uh, funding community organisations so LGBTI community organisations to receive reports from the community for the people that don't feel comfortable going to police so we do need to improve improve reporting rates. Good idea. Look, Anna, thank you so much for your time today. Look, and on behalf of all our community, we need to say thank you for yes. the tireless work that you have done and that you keep doing. 
Um, thank you for your time today. We're talking to Anna Brown, the Director of the Legal Advocacy at the Human Rights Law Centre. And co-chair of the Equality Campaign. Thank you, Anna. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too. Wake up with Tom and Warren. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.